0: get ready to just go with
1: it. What's going on ladies and gents, but mostly ladies. Welcome back to just go with it. Actually 92% ladies. 92% ladies. You know what? This podcast is for the girls and I love it. We love to see it. Um, Welcome back. Happy Friday. Happy hour. It's the weekend. I was just telling Ashley, I think it's been like a really long time since I've been absolutely feral in terms of going out, and tonight's going to be wild. I can just feel it in my bones. Pumping into
0: walls off of vodka
1: sodas. Yeah, like just – I've been real tame with the drinking lately, which is fine. I just haven't been in the mood to like go out-out, and tonight all bets are off. I'm off my hinges. I'm off my rocker. Don't call, don't text. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm scared. So
0: if anyone is listening and happens to be going out tonight in Nashville and you see Abby making a fool of herself –
1: um, so you know go why. ahead I and it
0: here first. <laughs> take a video of that. That'll be worth something in one day.
1: <laughs> and what are your weekend plans, Ashley? Please share with us. Well, the class.
0: I wish that you were here because tonight we're hanging out. Some of our college best friends are all hanging out in San Diego. And so I'll spend San the night. Diego, The one and only. I'll spend the night there. And then tomorrow I have my friend's birthday and it's the dress up as a karaoke, for karaoke as a singer album song. Um, oh, so there's that. And then tomorrow, <laughs> wait, 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 which one are you doing? Well, I don't know. I have several options. I'll just tell them to it's you. It's tomorrow. And you don't know. Yeah, it's tomorrow. And I don't know. Let me go. I'm I so have concerned. Well, I already know that okay. you'd be Casey Musgraves. No, of course. We'll talk later. Um. Yeah, I don't. I'm wasting time going and scrolling. We'll talk. On. We'll I talk. I didn't want to edit this at all. <laughs> yeah, you're wasting. <laughs> OK, here are cop out ideas of stuff that you already have at home in your closet. Are, or costumes. Yeah. That anyone oh, this is has good because
1: October is yeah, There tomorrow. you go.
0: Taylor Swift, You Belong With Me music video.
1: Like white t-shirt, glasses, hold up a sign.
0: Uh, pajama pants. Yeah, totally. A Easy. <laughs> Another one, especially if you happen to have a guitar laying around your house that you already have at home, Jimmy Buffett. Hawaiian shirt, like... <laughs> laying- <laughs> straw hat and guitar something that I thought would be really fun and I have like three out of four parts Shania Twain man I feel like a woman remember that one top hat white dress shirt black dress tall black boots
1: black gloves mesh on face yes mesh on face
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then I have more screenshots further up that I can send to you later But the Jimmy
1: Buffett one is good for our 8% boy listenership shout out to you boys shout yeah. out to you
0: um so that's that, that I need to figure out but I will keep you abreast on what I decide to do
1: okay that's exciting I wish
0: I was there so badly to hang out with you guys me too and it's almost making putting a damper on the whole thing the more we talk about
1: it <laughs> I'd rather you not know just, that just like you- literally gonna have the worst time because I'm not there I just know
0: I <laughs> might internally <laughs>
1: Internally you're just going to be thinking Abby would have made a joke right now and uh, she's Yeah, we got to see each other so. really
0: soon. The way I said yeah. yeah right now I sounded like when the that girl on TikTok who she pretends she's in a coming of age movie and she's like, "You should really decide who you're going to go to the prom with." <laughs>
1: you better hurry up yeah
0: the way you did the side of your mouth too yeah it's exactly
1: like that i love those um all right well first things first i think it's important that i address all of our new listeners slash followers on tiktok um i did absolutely pop the fuck off on tiktok this week you guys thank you so much for You're the support like
0: you just won miss america
1: this is my like Academy Award speech yeah. when I go up there and I, I take the award and I'm like, I'd like to thank God in the Academy. I'd like to take thank all my new TikTok fans and followers and fellow tall girlies with athletic builds, Plank of Wood. Shout out to you guys. Um, I just sometimes like to go on TikTok and vent and like share my own personal experience and you never really know where your thoughts and opinions are going to go on that thing. And I'm so glad they found the right people. So shout out to you guys. I'm gonna be making a lot more body confident, body positive content, specifically for us tall girls. Gonna represent. Um, but welcome to the podcast. We're gonna talk about a lot today, including positive self talk, because I think that's a topic that is evergreen, and we can always be working on that as we grow and mature and continue to create our create ourselves our own visions of ourselves.
0: Before we get into all of that stuff, I'm going to bring up something that really ruined my October. I finally watched oh. Practical Magic for the first time a few nights ago. We're
1: I- not even to October yet, and it's already
0: ruined. you <laughs> <laughs> can't stand how many times I brought up Practical Magic in the past 40 hours to her because I think today's Friday. <laughs> it was Wednesday night.
1: Every f- time you say Practical Magic, I think of the song Library Magic by the Head and the Heart. Anyways, oh, interesting. Continue. Well, that sounds like a you problem. It's a really um, good song.
0: Me and my friend... We Well, she came over. We made some sort of fall dessert. I sent the recipe to Abby. She's not going to touch it because she doesn't know how to turn on her oven. That's fine.
1: Nope.
0: Nope. Um, been there, done that. Talked about that already. And But no, on the rare chance I do,
1: I have that recipe you sent me, so thank you. It's
0: really good. And sure. so we both hadn't seen Practical Magic yet, even though, obviously, it seems like the perfect October movie. The aesthetic, the music, it, there are some quotable lines, the sisterhood, and the movie really sucked.
1: By all intents and purposes, it sucked.
0: Not aesthetically, but the issue was that you would think it's about two sisters falling in love with men, right, and then being witches. But no, this—if you read the description online, it's about a murder. How one of them kills some abusive boyfriend, and then they have to hide the body, and then the detective comes, and it's like all this nonsense. And one second, what? One second, she's jumping into that fruit vendor's arms. You see that? I sent you that (laughs) clip Mm -hmm. from TikTok. And the next second, there's a murder happening, and that guy's gone already. Like, there's a lot of nonsense so they happening. were just
1: trying to do too much too in Too much. One I think
0: I uh, okay. could have written a better script for it.
1: It's like when you're at a restaurant, and there's just too many things on the menu, and you know good and well that they're not going to do all the things on the menu well, and they should have just stuck to the basics. Yes. Yeah,
0: so go ahead and do yourself a favor and just watch clips of it on TikTok if you were thinking to yourself, maybe this is the year that I'll watch Practical Magic. Because <laughs> that's an hour. I'm sure no
1: one is thinking that but you, but yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: because that's over two hours i'll never get back because we kept having to pause to look stuff up on wikipedia to see what was um, going on
1: isn't it like a 90s sandra bullock film where she's like yeah, she's so young. really pretty and she's like early 30s the little baby and nicole kidman baby sandra nicole Kidman. oh nicole kidman okay yeah no honestly i haven't seen it either but you're not making a good case for you it so the first I, I won't be you watching.
0: should watch the first 15 minutes those were pretty good it was just like cute <laughs>
1: Okay. Also, if you're new to the podcast, something we like to do is called snack time. And we talk about the content we've been consuming. It can be movies, films, podcast, books. In terms of content, I have been on a One Tree Hill absolute rabbit hole. We always do this. And we always do this. I know. But like I so I'm listening to the Drama Queens podcast Shadow iHeartRadio. I try to listen or watch one episode of One Tree Hill and then listen to the corresponding podcast. But lately I've just been binge watching One Tree Hill because I can't turn it off and it's so good, you guys. Like I will seriously say this with my chest. I think it's one of the best TV series to ever be created ever.
0: Is this it's too so good. Is this too camp of me to wear for the karaoke thing? <laughs> The Lucas Scott signed jersey that I have and seeing Gavin DeGraw. <laughs> Stop.
1: That's so fun,
0: Ashley. Can I do that? Tell them what I got you for your No, birthday. no, no. The jersey. What's the good? jersey jersey. Oh, but I guess oh, well, I could just wear that. Make that and then rip yeah, it yeah. off. <laughs> I, could wear, I could wear the jersey over the thing like Lucas does actually when he's playing basketball down the dark street.
1: Winter Hill fans, she's talking about Chad Michael Murray and I got her the Keith Scott body shop sweatshirt. Yes. And then, the iconic one where he's dribbling the basketball, and, and, and then I can wear the
0: jersey over it that I have that I got signed yes. by Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, that's one of my prized possessions. I forgot that I have that. Maybe I'll do that. But yes, One Tree Hill has so many life lessons about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. I-
1: Especially Mister Whitey Durham. He's got a lot of one-liners. Mm-hmm.
0: And even when it's- you grow out of your twenties, you can learn some life stuff from the adults in that show.
1: No, totally. It's the perfect balance between fun, feel-good, heartwarming, exciting content, and then also, like, really emotional, deep things. Like, the characters are working through some heavy stuff. Maybe you should be Brooke Davis for one of your Halloween nights. I'm thinking about it, but would I have to wear, like, the Ravens cheerleading costume? I don't know. I'll do some research. I'll do some research for you later. Okay,
0: okay. (laughs) But – Okay, so that's your content.
1: I'm not done with mine. That's my content. I'm so consumed. The book that I'm reading sucks ass. (laughs) I'm just trying to get through it. Okay, so I am to talk with myself. Good book. I'm trying to read 50 books by the end of the year, and some of them just aren't going to hit, okay? And this one's not hitting. It's called The Secret Hum of the Daisy, and it's supposed to be very coming of age. Oh, you have it right there. Hold up the cover so I can see. Yeah. It sounded like it was going to be good when I read the front and the back, and I think it's just a little too young for me maybe. Mm -hmm. Or something. I don't know. It's just it's not gripping me in the way that it's It sort of is like um, the great alone kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Like She's going through a lot of hardship and she is a new orphan and like all these things. I don't know. But orphan. honestly, I don't recommend it. So book people don't don't seek it out.
0: I have also been in a reading slump. I read this book called Funny You Should Ask and it kind of feels like a like 2000s rom-com. So like maybe I recommend it, but I think I wasn't focusing enough to like it as much as I could have. I was reading it in like very small chunks, like 4 pages here, that's like what 7 sucks pages that here. You do
1: that the books are never good.
0: So, but I think you might like this book. So Funny You Should Ask, look it up. Okay, and then I'm not going to give any spoilers away at all because Abby hasn't seen it, but I saw Don't Worry Darling on Monday. And let okay, me let's tell talk you, about
1: it because the internet is up in flames about I'm Don't Worry Darling. I'm a
0: movie critic if I've ever heard of one, and I also am not – like I like Harry Styles, but I'm not a Harry sympathizer. Um, <laughs> so, <I am> totally. <laughs> I'm not just going to say it's excellent because he's in it. I am obsessed. If anybody wants to go see it again, I will be there. I loved the movie. I can't You're I saw like it.
1: waiting outside the theater for it to open I, at 11 a.m. I
0: saw it on Monday and I'm still thinking about it. The script – I really want to hear your take when you finally see it. The script could have been better in my opinion. Like – a lot of critics online were saying it wasn't complex enough, and I understand what they're saying. And the girl mm-hmm. who wrote it, the screenwriter, hasn't written a psychological thriller before. Oh, and she hasn't written a ton of stuff, so maybe that's why. But the costumes, the music, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Palm Springs late 50s vibes,
1: all was
0: immaculate. I can't stop listening to the soundtrack. It was so the cinematography, superb.
1: If you see 50s Housewives this Halloween, you know why it's from this movie. Well, I wish I was blonde because
0: (laughs) there's two notable things that Florence Pugh wears. One's the closing scene, so I won't give that away. But the other one is her. She like wears – it was on the poster. She wears the same white button down with her hairstyle the same way with the Mm -hmm. black bow and the little black heels to kiss hairstyles goodbye every single morning. That would be a really cute
1: costume. That is cute, and that's also simple and easy. Um, The hardest part is like figuring out how to do your hair like her. For you lazy blondes out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I have never been more obsessed with Florence. She's only yeah. like, what,
1: 27, I think? Miss Flo, she is stunning. I, I already Everything knew
0: she was an excellent actor because Little Woman's one of my favorite movies. And then also she was really good in Midsummer. Um, so I already knew she was an excellent actor, but I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with her from this movie. I loved okay. her.
1: I'm so excited because usually when you really like a book or a movie, I will also really like a book or movie because we're very yeah. interested in the same type of things. So I'm really looking forward to if it. I think we're going to try and see it on Tuesday. Yeah, you should. If Florence hadn't been in it, I don't think I would have liked it this much. I'll say if that. If it was
0: cast differently. Yes. Don't go see so it with really your parents. what made it was if you were the thinking cinematography of it, and the acting, not There's, the story. Yeah, 1000%. There's a heavy okay. sex scene in the first like 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> so just fast forward if you're watching with mom and dad. Yeah. There you go.
0: <laughs> but it was so good and I loved it. And I can't wait until it comes out on some sort of streaming service and or I just go see it again. And like I said, not because of Harry start Styles. Just watching it
1: back to back.
0: Not because of Harry Styles, because of all the rest.
1: Yeah. I actually uh, love it. So, it's so funny on TikTok the people making fun of the scene of Harry going,
0: I gave you all of this, Alice. Yeah, all of well, the reason is his, because of me the reason his accent is so bad they'll explain in the movie oh okay that's why his accent is no odd no spoilers no spoilers yeah no but they explain why it's not him being a bad actor
1: <laughs> i gave you all of this ass. and olivia wilde
0: plays florence and harry's neighbor
1: and she mm-hmm. her character was
0: really really fun i loved her character a lot
1: It'd be fun to be the director and, like, write yourself in as yeah. the fun character, like I don't know Mr. Why, Rocky Balboa. she started asking questions about her life because she was just
0: having sex with Harry Styles, cooking, wearing makeup and pretty dresses and shopping with her friends all day on, like, his credit Sounds card. Sounds like a dream. So I don't know why she started asking questions. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's my take on Don't Worry, Darling. I can't wait until you see it.
1: Okay, I'm so excited. Now into the meat and the potatoes of what we're talking about today. <laughs> I love saying meat and potatoes. So I'm like Let me bring either it
0: back. a cruise director or an eighth grade sex ed teacher.
1: <laughs> All right, time to get into the meat and potatoes. Put your happy caps on. Yeah. Um, Self talk is really important. So the the TikTok that I recently vented about that resonated with a ton of people was talking about comparison and how I've always struggled with comparison, especially my body. Ever since I can literally remember. Like, I'm trying to think back to when it started. Think about your earliest memory for me. I honestly feel like it was fifth or sixth grade, which is so young, but that's the way we're socialized as girls. Like, everything is so strangely a competition. It feels that way. And even now, as adults in our young 20s, we'll, like, go out, and if I'm at a party where I'm, like, meeting other girls or, like, some guy brings his girlfriend or whatever. Like, I don't know if this is just me in my head, but at at the very first, at the very start, before you guys start talking and get to know each other, it kind of already still feels like a competition in a way, and I hate it. I mean, I hate their women. Yes, like, who's the hottest in the room, who's the most charismatic, who's the most fun. Like, I don't know if this is just a me thing, but I really don't think it is, and that's why mean girls are formed because they view things as a competition, not, like, everyone there's not room for everyone at the table this is so fascinating so you assume when you walk into a room and are talking people
0: that everybody is judging each other on who's the prettiest who's the hottest who's the x y and z
1: like sometimes okay. and, and this it. is why i think i'm toxic like am i the problem because this is all going on in my head that's but i know i'm not alone in this i think lots of people think this way i was talking to a friend. That's why girls sit in the corner with their arms crossed and like glare at other girls and that's why girls think that other girls don't like them because we're all sizing each other up I was talking
0: to a friend recently and she was saying, not that exactly, but that when she's in a room with a bunch of new people, that she's Mm. worried everybody's paying too much attention to her and thinking this about her, this first impression about her, XYZ, all of these first impressions about her.
1: She's That's what's
0: giving her anxiety.
1: And we all have a little bit of social anxiety in us, especially coming out of the pandemic, but mine is more like a hierarchy thing. like. Like a broad goggles, like if this is the pool of people you're working with, yeah. where do we all fit in the hierarchy? Like we're all on a plane together, we're gonna crash on the island. Where do we all fit in the hierarchy? Like where do we all fit at this house party? Sort of deal. That's fascinating. I'm paying attention to. <laughs> yeah, what are you what are you thinking? What's going on in Ashley's house? I
0: walk to and so the setting is we walk into like maybe like a birthday party for a friend where we don't know everyone that's
1: there. Yeah, you know some people, but not everyone. I'm paying attention to how everyone's dressed. Okay. In and- in in what way?
0: like do they look like presentable and put together do or do they just look like they could not care less about how they look while they're here so I'm paying attention how they're dressed and when I say how they're dressed are they just really nice just not like obviously like still fun and on trend but are they dressed really nice and something that like I would want to wear or like I want to tell them that I like that or is so maybe it's someone I would get along with or are they dressed like nice but <laughs> maybe just not like appropriate for the setting like Let's say, like they didn't so- read the room, yeah, they didn't read the room right. Like, let's say we're going to maybe some bars. they're dressed like they're going to some a club, like they didn't read the room right, maybe
1: right. Like we're going to breweries and they're dressed like we're going to an underground club in West Hollywood,
0: yeah. so did, who's who dressed appropriately and like read the room correctly for this? And also, I pay attention to who is like when they're talking the most open and like laughing the most
1: and just seems How like the most smiley and laughing the
0: most, and that person I would probably gravitate towards because they seem. This as makes me laugh
1: because I'm thinking about if you and I were in a room <laughs> so at mine a party, our like appearances
0: and yeah, and the way they speak.
1: I guess <laughs> mine is less about what they're wearing and more about their actual physical attributes, That's like their body and their face and their hair. Mine is a <laughs> because one wise well, boy I told put, me that hot, hot, I put and hair, Nobody cares what you're wearing. I put. what would you say? <laughs> boys always say that hot is hot it doesn't matter what you're wearing you're wearing a trash bag you could be wearing a skimpy little tank top you could be wearing a turtleneck if you're hot you're hot
0: yeah but I'm not here to like hook up with a woman I'm here to befriend one <laughs> I'm, I'm a- saying from a
1: boy's perspective yeah yeah not, well wh- when
0: I say what you're wearing I also lump makeup and hair into that
1: okay well if you and I were in a room together you would intimidate t- the hell out of me Yeah, but also you'd probably be like, that girl didn't read the room because I never dress for the theme. (laughs) Like, I'm always just wearing whatever the hell I want. (laughs) Yeah, but you're never dressed like you're going to an underground club. You'd be like, someone didn't tell her. Someone wants attention. (laughs) Yeah, No, it's true. I do. I do. I always want it. Um, Interesting. Okay, so when you walk into a room and you don't know everyone – and everyone has like a little bit of nerves, a little bit of like social anxiety, like, oh, we got to go meet some new people. Do you have like a, a self-talk ritual that you do? Like what's going on in your head? Like you should go talk to that person or be confident or like what what kind of thoughts do you have in, internally about Other yourself? people,
0: third parties to me and you, well, and by that mm-hmm. I mean friends I know both of us have told me in the past to me, they thought to themselves when in a new situation, what would Abby Hunt behave like? Stop! <laughs> I can not like two different Pepperdine people that have told me that.
1: That's actually <laughs>
0: iconic. Um. Well, if it's like a birthday party, hopefully I've had a drink before while I get ready, so that should loosen things up. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> I <laughs> I go into the house with um probably whoever I showed up with. I'm probably didn't go alone. And I walk into this theoretical birthday party. I guess I'm going to one tomorrow night. I'll pay more attention because my – Oh, yeah. This is good market research for you. Is inviting all of our friends and then obviously some of her college friends. So I've met some of them a few times and some hopefully none. So that way I can pay more attention to my market research of myself. <laughs> yes, please report back. We can talk about this next week. Um, so I go in and – I am probably talking and laughing with the people that I already know and then I grab a drink and while I'm grabbing the drink, hopefully there's some people that I don't know as well lingering around wherever the drinks are and then I make some sort of joke about whatever drink I'm grabbing. (laughs) It's not like I'm trying to pick up a woman. (laughs) I make a joke about whatever drink I'm grabbing or what the costume theme is or anything of that sort to the people that I don't know as well that are standing by the drinks and that is how you get things started. And that is how I met your mother. And that is so, how I met your mother. So I, I don't immediately approach Do you have
1: people. any insecurities? Let's just start there. Yeah. You got any?
0: Yeah, one second. I was also going to say, I don't just approach people like and slam into them the way I'm sure you do. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How, what
1: kind words you've yeah. used. Not in a describe. bad way. I
0: just know that you're like a puppy. Like you just run into the place and you start talking to people.
1: Yeah.
0: I more like approach it from a sidelong view.
1: Okay, yeah, you like to observe first before you take. Yeah, action. yeah, totally.
0: Um, I'm
1: not insecure about like my, to action adjust later. I'm like,
0: not insecure about my height at all, but like if you'll notice, I always, always, always wear like taller shoes when I go out or in a social setting because it does make me. Is feel. that intentional?
1: Yeah, because when I you feel like people look down upon you literally and figurative, figuratively when you're five, three or however tall you
0: are. I'm five four. It makes me feel more confident. A <laughs> and B. Yeah, I don't like craning my neck up. Okay. For um, sure. See, I'm trying to think how else I feel insecure. I feel really insecure if I only know like one other person there and I just grab a drink and have to throw myself into the ring and start talking.
1: You grab a drink, you take a seat, and you just go with it. Oh, I
0: never sit down at one of these social settings. Sitting down is a death yeah. sentence. That makes you seem like you're. Sitting you are- down is like nobody fucking talked to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I never want to ever be sit down. A loner. And then I try not to go on my phone. That's, like, good. That's a actually really good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Usually if I'm in a setting where I feel like confident, like I know a good amount of people that are there, I'll be someone who's always like, you guys, we should play a drinking game. Like, let's get that going. And usually mm-hmm. that is an open, open floodgate into speaking to other people that you don't know.
1: Yes. Good. So okay, Saying okay, I have drinking game is
0: also a way, even if you don't know a lot of people at the thing, like tell like four people that are immediately around you, you guys want to play a drinking game? And then they say yes. And then you tell everyone else, hey, let's play a game.
1: Yeah, that's cool. You're like the ringleader. Uh, yeah, you're so are getting everyone to join yeah. in. <clears throat> but if have
0: some confidence tips. Yeah, what are some confidence tips if you are someone that also is not in a drinking situation?
1: Okay, so this reminds me of that TikTok audio that's like, what do you do when you're not that fearless and confident and whatever, and then it's like, fake it? Yeah, I'd rather do that. I'd just pretend or else I'd rather be depressed or whatever. I totally just butchered that, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh So basically, even if I'm not feeling 100% confident, I just pretend I do because the thing about confidence is nobody knows if it's real or not. Yeah. And as long as you're exuding it, even if it's a facade at first, people will see that and they will gravitate towards that. But some things to make you actually feel confident beforehand is wear something that you feel really confident in. Pick something that you put on your body and you're like, yes, this is it. This is everything. And it, that can be different for everyone. It doesn't have to be what everyone else is wearing or what you think everyone else will like or whatever. Wear what you like, what you're comfortable in, and what makes your body look good. That's step number one that will always help. Next is always hold your shoulders back. I've oh, noticed my Oh, yes, do try to stand this. very yes. straight. Almost like ridiculously push your shoulders back and and stand really tall and it makes you feel more confident even if you're not feeling that way on the inside. I've noticed that from my own experience. Um, the not looking at your phone is a good one because also- if you stand in the corner and look at your phone, you just kind of look like... You're nervous or something. Let's be honest. People are obsessed with talking about themselves.
0: So, yes. literally, just approach anyone and start asking them questions about themselves and never ask yes or no questions. You don't, mm-hmm. or something like that. I always ask
1: open-ended questions. And a good one to start with because people are going to be like what are you supposed to do walk up to them and ask how many siblings they have like no you can say what did you go anywhere fun this summer or what was your highlight of your summer or that's
0: such a good one also seasonal what are you thinking of being for halloween are you do you enjoy dressing up um (laughs) (laughs) don't say that (laughs) do you enjoy dressing up
1: (laughs) abby's like yes my entire closet is just costumes (laughs) Yes, And also something else to remember is that it's very likely that the people around you are also a little bit nervous and maybe they also don't know every single person there. So they're just grateful that someone came up and talked to them.
0: Something that I actually need help with, you can coach me, is that I I'm try. through and through a girl's girl, to mm-hmm. the, like very through and through. I have no trouble talking to like a boy at a bar, but at like a, some sort of intimate gathering, like talking to a n- new boy sometimes, like what am I supposed to talk to you about?
1: Okay, even that is
0: it's hard for me.
1: Too this, if, I'm, if, we're
0: not, if I'm not like attracted to or anything, and just supposed to be conversational, what am I supposed to say to you?
1: No, honestly, it's better if you're not attracted to them. Oh, really? Because I think it's the opposite. if You're not attracted to them. There's no like nervous butterflies, and if you are, attracted but it propels to them, you forward, the nervous energy. I don't know. I don't know about that. I feel like it's a safe space if they're like not that cute, because then you can just really joke around with them, and they're probably it. funny if we're being honest they're probably more funny and charismatic I've known so many boys at parties to be like attractive but they're like literally sticks in the mud no personality whatsoever so what the hell are you supposed to talk to them about nothing but I like what's your go-to drink that's always a good question what are we drinking tonight boys what are we trying to get into calling them boys
0: together boys (laughs) gentlemen How is that game on gentlemen brothers brethren
1: hey you catch the game on Friday and then they'll be like oh you watch fun and then you're like literally no I just felt like I should say that to you yeah yeah,
0: what game (laughs) um okay well go out and report back to us on how we're supposed to handle that situation
1: okay yes totally um okay next moving on from the party setting just self-talk in general let's let's talk about that for a sec because I've gotten a lot better at this and squashing the negative thoughts and so as we all know, social media is the root of all comparison, especially like even in the fitness world where people are pretty body positive. We get like, it. We get it. You're on a ourselves. fitness guru. I'm such a fitness girl. But because of that, because I've taken interest, literally my For You page is all like workouts and super fucking ripped, shredded girls who have no ounces of body fat. And I'm literally like- okay, so Like Survivor? Yes. And I'm like, I work out all the time. How do I not look like that? First of all, genetics. Second of all, diet. But anyways- it's just interesting. I compare myself a lot, and so sometimes when I need to squash the negative thoughts, I literally have to exit the app. I have to get out, get up, get a glass of water. We're not thinking about that anymore. Oh, just wow! Stop it in its tracks, and that's helpful for me. Another thing is when I'm working out and stuff. I two years ago never would have caught me dead wearing just a sports bra and like leggings or shorts at the gym. Never would have caught me dead. I would have to wear a t shirt or something. Now you can't rip them off. Now, Now, I could show up naked, literally, to the gym and be like, let's fucking go, you know? Because I've just – we're all there to better ourselves and it's a really positive environment. So find a gym that – shout out title – has a positive environment where everyone is supportive and uplifting. You open up the first nude gym. (laughs) That would actually be so disgusting. I can't even envision it. Down
0: the equipment.
1: I hate it so much. Um, But anyways, I think just – Continuously showing up for yourself and telling yourself, reminding yourself of all the things that your body can do and that it's so strong and that you're working out for the sake of being able to live a long, healthy life and just being grateful for your health. I think that's a really good place to start. Like sometimes when I'm running or doing a certain workout that I'm finding really hard, I'm just thinking in my head, like how grateful I am to have my health and be so strong and be able to work on my body and my physical and mental health in this way because not everyone gets that opportunity and not everyone is healthy. That's beautiful, Abby. Thank you so much. Thank you for
0: <laughs> And
1: I'm at that, I'm dropping my mic and I'm turning in my podcast and that's over. Everything's over. And <laughs> scene. Um I
0: think that also – well, we've already – we said this a long time ago, like one of our first episodes, um, but the way that you talk to yourself, would you ever speak – if you're talking negative to yourself, would you ever speak to either your best friend that way or the really little version of yourself? Like would you ever tell five-year-old you, you look awful, you look like you've put on weight lately, you shouldn't be wearing that out? No, you want to tell
1: a five-year-old that. No, and I we could talk about this literally every episode because it's such a good reminder. And you want to
0: tell your best friend that, and if you would, yeah. that's nuts.
1: <laughs> and if, yeah, especially if, if you would like, some help. But we're so kind to others, and in the way we treat and think about others and our little self, why aren't we kind to our own selves with our own thoughts? Because at the end of the day, you're the only person that's going to spend your entire life with you, just and you and your thoughts. So you also, better. Start forming those healthy habits now or else
0: <laughs> when you talk horribly to yourself and you think, wow, I've put on weight lately, I shouldn't wear X, Y, and Z out. Um, you are still talking to the five-year-old version of you. You're still her. Or him for the 8% boy listeners. <laughs> but you're still the you're still the five-year-old her and you're still like the 12-year-old her that's embarrassed to do – to like get her hair wet at the pool. And you're still <laughs> the it's 16-year-old so her that wants to like impress a boy and you're still talking to all of them too. So it's not fair to say, well, I'm a grown-up now. It doesn't matter how I talk to myself or to my friends or to my yeah, sister or something. That You're still talking to all the versions of her.
1: It's so true and if you're feeling like you're in a rut right now in terms of just being really negative with your body image or the way you look or whatever, I have two actionable steps that you can take to help improve. Oh, action items. Action items. One is I think I stole this from therapy. It's been in like all of these every group I've ever had where we like talk about our body image struggles. They always tell you to do this act exercise. You have to stand in front of your mirror completely naked for five whole minutes. And at first you like literally set a timer. It feels like an eternity. And maybe at first you're just going to stand there and look at all the things you hate about your body and try not to, and you'll want to look away and you'll want to be done. But if you do it every day for a week, I guarantee you by the end of the week, you're going to start noticing all of the great things about yourself and hopefully form some type of dialogue internally about all of the great things that your body can do. And for some reason, something psychologically, like if you just stand there and stare at yourself naked, it's gonna help you get there to that that positive mental place. And then another thing is, based on what we were just talking about, printing out a picture of younger you and putting it in your mirror.
0: Yes. And not to um, steal from Kendall Jenner, but <laughs> I <like> we're, stealing. <laughs> we're stealing from Kendall Jenner because she was talking about this on a podcast, how um, she has a picture of little her up on her mirror. And that's just a reminder when you see yourself because the mirror is always where you criticize yourself, especially in the bathroom mirror, um, yeah. that you're also talking to her and she is still you and you would never talk to little four-year-old her that way.
1: Yeah, and I think that's going to be really impactful. And it's something that I want to do, actually. I need to find a picture of myself. Actually, you <laughs> have one sitting right there. I got this fugly one of me in first grade or something. <laughs> like, I actually would talk to her that way. <laughs> I'd be like, twerp, get your teeth fixed. Like, what's wrong with you? Not let me see. No, no, no. It's I used to be really ugly. I'm <laughs> not even going <laughs> to lie to you. Real. maybe works.
0: try finding if you if you're already that quick to shut down that picture maybe try looking for like like infant you or three-year-old you I'm not you. so
1: sure because this one's worse yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, I got to retract everything I've said I would talk to her this way
1: I think that's why I'm so confident now too is because I was confident at my ugliest phases growing up and now I know that I look better than that so like hey yeah, yeah, yeah. I must be a supermodel that's compared to what so I was like growing up um anyways <laughs>
0: So yeah, anyways, that's not going to work for Abby, but for anyone else listening. <laughs> I got
1: another mindset thing too. Something that resonates me, resonates with me, there's two statements. One, the way you look should be the least interesting thing about you and is the least interesting thing about you. You are so complex Good. and you are so much more than your outward appearance and all of us are. So everyone stop being so hard on yourselves. And then the other one is there is something about you that another person wishes they could have. Even if you think yeah. you're the ugliest person alive, there have been times in your life where people silently, your silent admirers have looked at you and been like, her hair is so stunning. I wish I could grow my hair like that. Or I wish my hair could be as shiny and silky. Or I love the shape of her nose. I wish my nose could be that shape. Or she's so lucky to have her ears pierced. I've never been able to pierce my ears because I have I'm allergic to metal and I wish that I could pierce my ears. Something everybody has something that someone else has looked at and coveted. And if you think about that, as opposed to looking at all the influencers or whoever, celebrities, whatever they might be, girls on the street, that you're like, wow, she's so pretty. People are thinking that same thing about you and scene
0: end scene with that. And some people are thinking, wow, Abby's so confident when she goes into this party. I wish I had her confidence.
1: I know. And whenever you say things like that to me, Ashley, like when you tell me that people have literally said, sometimes I just think about what would Abby Hunt do if she was at this party? First of all, crying in the club. That makes me feel so cool. That makes me feel like literally Brooke Davis. Um, But another thing is a lot of the times I do fake it. Yeah, I know. after a while of faking it, it becomes real. Yeah. You just have to fake it like at the beginning. Just like going to sleep. We lay there in bed and we pretend to sleep until we actually fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and that's how it's confidence works. Case. That's how you break down the essence of what it means to be
1: confident. And we basically broke it down for you. There it is. There it is. Case closed. Um, and run. <laughs> and run. Everyone, don't be so hard on yourself. We're all doing our best. We are all out here grinding, supporting one another women who support women and thank you so much for supporting our podcast by the way on the tune of that it's so special to me and i'm so glad that we can have these conversations thank you ashley i love you god bless america and god bless feral friday
0: abby's on her high horse because she gained a couple hundred followers
1: <laughs> more monologues. on my soapbox and i will be stepping off more now.
0: monologues coming soon all right go tear it up kids